like you just started out. <laughs> oh, come on. I always started out. <laughs> you started. Welcome, everybody. It is Psychic Flow Radio. Um, and I am April Roan. And tonight, I have my hubs with me. And I wanted him to start it out, so I thought it was cute, because how many couple conversations start like that? No, you pick it. No, I'll pick it. Uh, So tonight, we're actually sitting on the couch. Yeah, we're relaxing, and we were talking about next-level paranormal investigation. Was that too close? Yeah. (laughs) Up in my space. Up in your space. So, uh, yeah, this is what the Rones do on a Saturday night. We sit here and watch Netflix. And, uh, you know, it's it's interesting when you actually turn the TV off and you start talking to your spouse. Yeah, my spouse just happens to be a little different than most people's spouses. Because not everyone's spouse can talk to the other side. And so I had this, like, burning question in my mind. And uh, I asked, you know, if like, what was the beginning of my question? It was something about. Well, we're watching the Umbrella Academy, which, which is, is a, a little new, different. It's a little different. It's seven superhuman people, and one of them's a psychic medium. And I thought, wait a minute, I do this every single day. And so then you he have a said, "Well, it's according to Netflix uh, series, season one, episode one." Uh, the Umbrella Academy. What is he number? I don't remember which number he I don't is. Remember. But um, he's a psychic medium, and I said, "Oh my God!" But I do this on a daily basis. And your question was, "Oh, because they were talking about eyes." And your question was, "Oh no, there was their their one of their um, siblings is deceased, so the psychic medium sibling could see the deceased sibling sitting next to him, and he had his eyes closed." And I asked you. When, when uh, people's loved ones come from the other side to uh, give messages through you, do they have their eyes open or closed? And I, I mean, it's, a, it's a good question I'm, well, because no one, I want to know. No one ever asks me questions. So I, other than, you know, am I going to meet the one? Uh, what's my career going to be? What's my career going to be? Or, uh, you know, When's I'm lost. When's that baby going to be born? When's the baby coming? Um, or will there ever be a baby? Anyway, um, I never get asked questions of, April, what do you see? Yeah, April, well, how do you see it? How do you experience? What the hell do you experience? And so, you know, it's kind of nice when someone asks you about your job, you know, that you love doing. And um, I immediately paused the Umbrella Academy. And I thought, oh, my God, thank you for asking. And I answered him. What did you think about my answer? It's kind of crazy because, um, I mean, it's not crazy, but to me, <laughs> it's a little crazy. I hear voices. I wish to God that I could know. And then I had the other question of asking you, and we can go into each one of them separately. But, yes. you know, when, when people come to you um, in readings and things like that, I asked if you saw them in, like, what they look like, their face, their body, their their uh, their whole being and you know you have to remember that they're not in body anymore they are in spirit mm-hmm. so there is no actual body that they have any longer that shell has been relinquished oh. and so it's just interesting like how do you know exactly 
when you pass away, like they always say, you know, they're going to be waiting for you on the other side, your loved ones, you know, like your, your mom will come for you, your dad will come for you or whatever, you know, but what do they look like? And go ahead and tell them your, your answer to number one, are their eyes open or are they closed? Well, that's a great question. I'm going to go back to it. The reason I loved you asking this question is because I always say to uh, any or at any of the events we do, especially the paranormal events, uh, when we talk and we go into investigating, I always say that you are your best piece of equipment. And I found in 10 years of doing this work that most investigators, their next level is just making a better piece of equipment. But what I don't find is either people completely negate using an actual psychic medium or they go to the extreme and everyone on the team is a psychic medium. And I find that we take the scientific research out of it. Um, And so... Using And I'm not just saying me. I know of many amazing, reputable psychic mediums that do this work for the right reasons. It's not for notoriety. It's not for attention. It's for the main reason we get into investigating in the first place, right? Like, what is there? What can they do? And that's where we stop. We stop at the K2s, which I am not a fan of anyway, but we stop at the voice boxes. You know, we stop at, okay, we keep thinking we're going to pick up certain kinds of equipment or we're picking up things in human form. So we build equipment to measure what we think. And I think at this point, that thinking process has been very limited. And then there are people right now that are evolving at light speed. And so with you asking questions, what is it? You know, most people, there's a big ego problem going on right now. In fact, all over the globe, right? Like, I mean, I love your face. I wish this was live, but, um, there's a big ego problem, right? Ego edging God out. That's what Deepak Chopra says. Oh, here she goes spiritual, whatever. But um, Deepak Chopra edging God out, whatever that God is, right? We still don't know what God is. And for each of us, it's something different. So if we put that God back in, right, that ego's gone. And so when we can come together without the ego and investigate, honey, there are loved ones communicating with us now. And when you ask that question, I want to ask the public, why are we not utilizing reputable psychic mediums? That means people who have um, history, people who have experience, people who have been in it, uh, people who are respected, um, people who... Not that you have to prove yourself, but my Not at all. No, not that you have to prove yourself, but when you have been what you've gotten for people has been validated and their like faces are like, holy shit. And Oh wow. And how in the hell could you know that when you don't know who the hell I am? I did a reading with somebody this morning on the phone over the phone and I'm in Florida and the individual was multiple States away. And I'm not going into details, but that's confidentiality. But, um, and something had come up and the individual goes, you gotta be shitting me. And it has nothing to do with me being an amazing psychic medium. It has everything to do with everybody just shut up. Please, if spirit is using my mouth or spirit is using their mouth and it's authentic, ask me some questions. Let's roll up our sleeves. Let's come to the table 
and let's really investigate. And your first question was, do you see their eyes? Are they open or closed or do you even see them? What do you see? Well, I love this because it also depends on how spirit speaks to you. Meaning people go, oh my God, I have the gift. We all have the gift. Now let's remove the word the gift because there's nothing gifted about the gift. People who really have the ability and they utilize it or experience it. Sometimes it doesn't feel like a gift at all. Yeah, I know. The things that you guys, and I'm not saying you alone, but, you know, my co-founder of Fear, Penny, she also has um, abilities. And we were at a case one time and she saw some things that I, when when she was describing them, there are things that I wouldn't want to see, you know, like, like things that happen in our history that are just, I don't even want to talk about, but, you know, to see that, And you can't pick and choose what the hell you see. No, you cannot. I mean, you can't say, okay, look, look, spirit, only show me grandma, uncle Joe, um, you know, P-pop, whatever the hell you call your loved ones, but don't show me any of that stuff from the history, like from them being ugly to one another or a murder or a hanging or any of that shit. Please don't show me any of that. You cannot do that. Well, no. And I want to say this. I've heard a lot of professionals say, you can shut that shit down. You can turn that off or you could put that boundary up and say, excuse me, spirit, it's 10 p.m. My office hours are closed. And while that may work for many intuitives, I do believe wholeheartedly that there are some of us that must have an all hours sign up. Open 24. Open 24. Why? It is not a preference. But when you do say, okay, please use me as an instrument of your peace, right? All of a sudden, you have to understand that there are times at three in the morning I'm woken up. And that is not the time of the devil. It is the time of clarity and insight. And that's when I meditate. Spirit will literally say, could you just receive me? Boom. There's a peace. And that peace opens you. And so people, there are some people that can't turn it off. I don't want them to think something's wrong with them. But what I do want to say is, depending on how you receive spirit, spirit being loved ones, spirit being those who are earthbound, not in body, we call those hauntings, okay? Uh, Spirit being spirit guides, angels, right? Ascended masters. This is where we can't put a limit on anything anymore because we're not fully evolving. So depending on how you receive spirit, right? Because each of us have gifts. Why? Because each and every one of us are special and there is a need for each and every one of us. And although it may not be today, maybe your ability isn't ready to activate or need it until tomorrow. So the way that each of us receive spirit is how we are going to be able to interpret spirit's message for us. So answer, clairvoyance, Clairvoyance, I receive first feeling and seeing. So when I am in a reading or I'm in a uh, active environment, haunted environment, as some people will call, um, I'm going to feel spirit. I'm going to see spirit with my third eye, not ever with my naked eyes. Very rarely. We need to share the third eye. Um, yes. So um, working with spirit. What third eye clip? The, the video I made. Yeah. Oh yes, it's on YouTube. It's okay, cute. Okay, great. Go ahead. Um, 
I'll, I'll have to share that. Um, but uh, so a lot of people go, well, what's that? What is that? What's my superhuman power? Well, okay. The way spirit speaks to me first is through feelings, through seeing. But when you close your eyes, right, it's your it's your mind's eye. It's thoughts, visions, ideas. That's how they show up in readings. So when I see clear seeing, clear means clear, voyant seeing. And so when I close, in fact, most of you in my readings you've seen, I kind of sway like Stevie Wonder with my eyes closed because it's easier for me to close my naked eyes and see with my, with my third eye, my, um, my insight, my mind's eye. And that's what spirit uses. So it is through me, not from me. Spirit uses my clairvoyance and it's like a peephole. It's kind of like looking through a peephole in your front door. And so when you look through a peephole, what spirit or your loved ones show me on the other side is what is needed to be seen in the reading or needed to be seen in the location. And so I don't always see feet. It's not like I see a human body. And that's where I tell people, take the limitation off. Don't expect to see how you think they're going to be because that means we're limiting spirit. Well, see, that's, you know, I've always thought when we get to the other side and we see our loved ones again, like we always say, or our friends, we'll see you again on the other side. You know how that's always been a saying. And I've always wondered I'm going to have to look like this in in the other life too? Really? And I'm like, well, so how are we going to, um, I guess, recognize them? And the answer that that my mom told me, now this is before she passed away. I think my mom was a little wiser than most people had a clue about. But uh, she told me that we would recognize each other's souls and spirits. That's what she told me. And I'm like, wow, that's kind of deep. Like, you really have to really know somebody, you know what I mean? Their soul, their spirit, to actually I don't recognize know, them on the other side. But I don't know loved ones. I don't know, I don't know. I know, that's what's so weird. One, two, three, four, I did five readings today. Two of the people I've never met before, and one over the phone. So, I don't know those loved ones, but do you know what? There's that saying, Bob Marley also wrote a song about it, One Love. Yeah. Right. We are all we are all of the same being. So when a psychic medium closes their eyes and I did a reading for somebody today who really wanted to reach out to their loved one using paranormal equipment. And I said, honey, close that down because your loved one is here and this individual wants to communicate with you. And it happened. And again, this was the person over the phone in the other state. That only means it had nothing to do with me. Nothing. It just means I only see that in you. You are special. Each one of us are special. So the minute we can get that out of our head, again, removing that ego, we are not different or separate. We are of one. That means we will always notice each other. And the only reason that I believe our loved ones come through in vision, in readings, through intuitives, which most of us are anyway, uh, is because if we can't describe to the one that's here in body, that one will never understand who's coming through. Plus certain messages come into play like the color of eyes or what side of the body uh, they passed away from, whether it's an injury or a cancer, right? And they only do that to validate the, the, the connection. A lot of times loved ones will show me, or especially in active locations, when I'm communicating with the spirit at 
a location, they'll show me on a, a physical body uh, where they were either um, hurt, killed, uh, where there was illness. So whether they are earthbound or on the other side, they seem to communicate the same way, but always through my forms of spiritual communication. Okay. Now, the other, the other thing we were talking about is, you know, we were getting, how do we know? And because we're, we speak English, how the hell do we know that they all speak English? That there's not a German person or a Russian person or, you know, a spirit, I should say, not a person. But on the other side, you know, in spirit, they're going to be speaking the language that they knew, right? Well, we were using an app. Uh, uh, you know, an ITC app to try to communicate with the, you know, the spirits at Casadega, the last event we did. And we were getting um, answers in German. Well, hell, I can't speak German. Mm -hmm. But luckily, there were two people that were in attendance that did speak German. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, when they talk to you, you can understand them, even if they are from another country, speak another language, they come through clearly to you. Well, again... Because they use symbolism a lot. Well, but but then like again... This, this, this is where I tell my fellow investigators, right? Uh, we are now open to so many different resources for receiving that message. We've got equipment. We also have the intuition because when you're using equipment... We can hear that there's a language, whether it's German. I know in in uh, in some of my EVPs, electronic voice phenomena, but it's coming through a digital recorder. I know I've picked up languages I've never heard before. Right. Right. I've, yeah. So, I don't know. I didn't know that was German until you know one of them said, "Oh my God, that's German," and I'm like, "Well, hell, I wouldn't know. I just know it ain't English and it's not Spanish because I would be able to tell those." But two. that's what's really but, cool. We're using our human ears to receive the message, but right. when you you when we step a little further, oh, my right ear's ringing. Uh-oh. When we step, no, but that's really cool. When we step a little further, now let's use that clear audience. That clear audience means clear hearing. There are some people that can hear spirit with their ears. Don't get me wrong. But there's more of us that can hear spirit with our vibrational ears, our internal ears, our clear audience, clear healing, hearing. Now, I do find that when spirit is speaking to me, I am English, Polish, Italian, Irish, right? Born in South Florida, Miami, whoop, whoop. But, um, and I only know a little bit of Spanish and I know some Polish and some Italian, but they're bad words. I know more Italian with like manja and, you know, but other than that, and I know how to say stand in Polish and then asshole. But the, other than that, I don't know languages. Yeah. My mom's best friend uh, had, a, had a sister. We won't name names, no. um, but she, she knows who she is. Uh, she taught me span some Spanish, and everything that she taught me was bad words. Like I bet she had a Texas accent too when she said not, it. No, not too bad. No, I would call my Mex- my Spanish uh, that I try to speak Texican, Texas. because I, I, I there's no way it comes out so bad. Everything. I mean, I can roll my R's. Um, so can Danielle. Nah, <laughs> if you want to hear a cat, <laughs> a hairball. But anyway, um, you know, I can do that. But I, I uh, she taught me everything that was horrible. And my mom said, please don't repeat any of that because you could get shot or your ass kicked. So right. 
Um, and, and, you know, the sister would just sit there and laugh because she knew what she was doing. But anyway, I don't know any other languages, but I was also talking to you before about how do we even know all the time that it's actually human spirit oh, oh, yeah. form. That's a whole different ball game. Right. But it's I want to wrap podcast. I want to wrap I know. I want to wrap up the question about language. Okay, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. You know how I am. I it's both of us, it's fine. Claire audience, I am able uh today I had someone's loved one coming through and they were speaking Spanish fluently. I knew that's what my human ears were he- well not he- let literally, but I knew I guess if I were standing there talking to them in human form, it was Spanish. But Claire sentience is clear feeling. A lot of my, all of my empaths are Claire sentient. That means you are going to feel the exact emotion, absorb the exact emotion of living beings. Those living beings being, you have medium empaths mm-hmm. who we can feel from the other side. You have earth empaths, animal empaths. So uh, when someone is communicating to me in Spanish, I can recognize it Spanish. I've had people talk in German, but that clairsentience actually acts as a filter and I can feel what they're saying. Like the message is this. And if you actually look at a lot of languages, the, the you know, Italian and Spanish, very similar, but it's, it's just love doesn't necessarily have to have a word. So the feeling of I'm sorry and the feeling of I love you, it doesn't have to have a language. It has a feeling. Now, this takes investigating a little further because how many of us walk into environments where it feels, and I'm telling you, many investigators talk and brag about having a demonic experience. But let me tell you, those that really do will not brag about it. All right, because they don't necessarily want to have that experience again. And then there are those that do that work. They do that work. That work, no matter what, well, it's like drinking a little bit of, um, what was Superman's green stuff called? Kryptonite. Kryptonite. It's almost like drinking a little bit of, of ultraviolet kryptonite. And you'll know that when you taste that ever again, you'll smell it a million miles away. Because demonic energy has a completely distinct energy vibration. It's just different. And those who have actually experienced it, who are clairsentient, you can't unfeel that. Mm-hmm. But, ooh, my neck just got really like, brrr. anywho, um, but there are tons of those who are not in body that are earthbound that uh, have the vibration of anger yeah, and nowhere near de- uh, demonic. In fact, I've seen in some cases where humans growl. Well, we had a case, uh, you know, when we first started fear, we had a case where there was an uh, a angry, angry male spirit at the location. And um, I could feel that. Well, I could feel that you're at Sloss Furnaces. Babe. At Sloss Furnaces. Oh my God. I could feel the dread and the anger of the water. workers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I would take it almost like they would, I could feel the exact now, same thing. Now, how many of those workers were speaking different languages? Probably a lot of them. No, but they in were, that moment, what was louder? The feeling? The feeling. Or the language. The feeling. I wasn't Bingo. hearing anything at all. I was feeling um, their work conditions were horrible at Sloss Furnaces. I mean, seriously. Right. They were treated really badly. And, 
there was a feeling of dread, of anger, of God, I'm stuck. I hate this job. You know what? I hate being here. And it was just, it, it kind of, it almost made you like, uh, like, well, it made me irritated. My friends were there going, what the hell's wrong with you? Whose ass do you want to kick? And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm having a blast at this place. But I was feeling all of the workers feelings and and that that angry old man he actually found his wife with someone else um and killed her in that room i had to leave the house i got the most horrible headache i've immediately and had to leave the house and clear off for a little while but you can definitely feel their emote well i can feel their emotions if they're very strong even if they're angry if they're sad so i get that part Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have, well, I may have it. I haven't opened it up yet, but I can't see. Um, How many times have I said, clearly. I I will show you. I know that. I will but t- it's I like I told you. you, with Penny, I don't know that I want to see all of that. Well, when you're really clairvoyant, number one, and you finally realize it, you will realize you were seeing your whole life. You just didn't know it was that simple. Mm. And then number two, feeling if, is enough. If, well, honey, there are some of us. Remember, I got my own feels to deal with. When we feel <laughs> frustrated on a daily basis, it's often because we're not allowing something effortlessly, and we do when we do not accept ourselves in totality as we are, mind, body, and soul then we're always going to feel lost or disconnected. And so many of us are constantly looking for joy. I mean, that's most of my readings. But not many of us, no one said you have to go out there and be a psychic medium. No one said, but some of us are, uh, you know, that that open all night, 24-hour thing, you know, no, I can't turn it off. We're also going to have... Um, abilities that we're not going to be able to shut down no matter how much we take sleeping pills or go to therapy. Why? That's like telling um, a firefighter that saves lives, um, you know, I have a fear of of darkness. Okay, but you're the best firefighter in the whole world. You've saved more lives than anybody. Could you please put that fear aside and step into your power? So you don't want to see because of fear. It's not that you don't want Funny to see. Funny that see. my team's name is Fear. Yes, but I love what your fear stood for. Yeah, my fear stands for for everything a reason, not yes. F everything and run. Correct. I love that. <laughs> it's totally different. So, baby, you can face for everything a reason. And you being clairsentient, that's half of it. That's only half of it. You know, being able to see when you do connect with your mom, that clairvoyance has to be on because this woman, a lot of our loved ones show me through my third eye. Remember that peephole? It is very symbolic. I always say it's like Pictionary or charades because you're going to have a feeling, but you're going to have a visual. And if you choose to turn that off because of fear, then you're going to get an opportunity missed to be able to connect to this woman. And it's not that she doesn't want to whisper in your ear, but you will only receive okay. clairvoyantly and feeling-wise. Okay, so I would love to visit with my mom. Now, the fear of seeing my friend Kenny, you know what that fear is about. I don't want to see what Kenny shows you in the little peephole when he comes okay. to visit. Well, I always say our loved ones, and including those who are earthbound, because those are people's <laughs> loved ones. When we go into a active environment, I'm going to go back to Kenny because that does 
part have a big part to play in this. And I stress the word big. Um, <laughs> he would love that. Yeah, you know, he. That's what he said. Stress the word big. But um, <laughs> you know, we have we 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 set we seem to discon we seem to separate readings from going into paranormal cases. In fact, a lot of people say, "How could you do all this light work and then go right into the dark?" But to me, there is no separation. Spirit is spirit, whether they're on the other side and they can come back and forth, or they have never. Uh, stepped into the light they've never completely transitioned right it's the same spirit so even going into active locations or moving into a place you never knew was active and oops now you're in an active location um those individuals uh will be able to communicate um in different ways and kenny is a great example because i always say our loved ones or spirit in general again those active locations and the other side personality is often very similar oh, God. when they want to get to through to us or they want to make a mess or give us a message there's always an emotion involved because why that emotion's going to be uh received first there's a vibrational connection first before there is um a, a conversation like communication verbal so or audible so uh kenny very funny very funny but you have to understand yeah. in body he was he was great funny he was hilarious and he had a what a huge wee a huge what do they say on the other in in, in england in england a wanker yeah you guys have to hear our netflix uh podcast from earlier and we'll let you know <laughs> He had a huge wanker, but uh, Kenny did. Kenny he was very was proud, very of, proud his of it. His naughty bits. His he naughty was very, bits. Very proud of his naughty bits. But understand, I've never <laughs> met Kenny. In fact, Kenny had passed away years before you and I met. Actually, March eighth will be eight years that he left us. And we got together when twenty sixteen. So. For him to come through and literally brag about his wanka and show the wanker to me. Now, here's what I say. People are always like... I won't say that. I'm not going into details. No, um, I was going to say something. You know those... Never mind. Okay, yeah, no. Nope. Thank God this isn't live. Uh, so, our loved ones. I've actually had a lot of messages come um, through from the penile department mm -hmm. and they will use that because there is a very big message there that no actually pun or pun, totally intended. no pun intended <laughs> that actually connects them and it makes it a very that makes it a very real experience mm. because kenny would never come through shy like that you oh, would God, never no. be shy. No. In fact, if you've had readings with me or we're in an active location and um, sometimes those active locations are our loved ones. You know, how many times have you done investigations where it was a loved one that was there? Mm, I don't know. So, well, yeah. I do know one. Yeah. Because it was my cousin. Right. Well, and sometimes those, and sometimes it's not a haunting. And that was pretty freaking amazing, I have to say. Sometimes our loved ones come back and they become incredibly physical to get our attention for a reason. <laughs> Especially if they were that um, blatant in body. So, but our loved ones will do what people, us, spirit, will do whatever is necessary to get the message across because of love. You know, what's funny is the first message I got from my mom... I guess she had been gone nine years, and I had been trying and trying and trying with equipment to get my mom, you know, anything. Just say, even if she bitched at me, just say anything, and I couldn't get anything. I got my cousin, 
I got Kenny. I got all. But the first message I got from the other side from my mom was pretty much um, talking about a plant. And she had a green thumb. I do not. And Well, some people could say that's general. It's Yeah, it could be general. But, except. Except for the fact that then she said um, that when she comes to this plane, it reminds her of the painful cage her body once was. True. And they, that person would not have known your mom was sick. No. But I want to go back to the plant because that was a big deal. Yeah. Because it wasn't necessarily about the plant. And this is what people that need proof with mediumship tend to miss. Well, it's even where it came from. It's the different. details that right. are shared. Right. That The plant was actually in a big white pot with a little stand on it. It was plastic, hard plastic. And it was on my Nana Roan's back porch uh, steps for freaking years. And cute little pink flowers and looked like little, almost looked like clover. But it was just massive. It went all over Aww. the thing. And it would die, and then it would come back, and then it would die, and then it would come back. And I'm like, good Lord, what do you do? Because I'm not a green thumb. Well, when my mom finally came in the message, she was describing this damn plant that was now on my porch because my grandmother had since passed away and I took it to my house. Don't know why, because I can't keep even an ivy alive. Um, but for some reason I watered this thing and I'd water this thing and it would die and I'd go, see, I don't have a green thumb. And then it would come back. Well, my mom came in the message and she was like, you know, that potted plant on the front that was on the back steps, by a sliding glass door, and I'm like, holy, yeah? Well, it dies, and it comes back, and it dies, and it comes back. I'm like, yeah, she goes, that's your mom. And I'm like, after nine years, she really wants to talk about a freaking plant? I mean, come on. But did it get your attention? It did get my attention, and I knew damn well it was my mom, because my mom was all about flowers and plants, and she had tons of them. Um, she would even put those avocado seeds, you know, like the things in the middle of avocado with toothpick, a toothpick through it in a, like an old jelly, little tiny jelly jar in water in the, in the window of our kitchen. And it would grow out of that. And I'm like, I just, and I can't keep an ivy alive. So yeah, I knew it was my mom, but it was like nine years. And that's what you want to talk about, but it does get your attention. You do know who it is. There are sometimes I get messages, you know, from loved ones that I'm like stuck and I don't know what they're talking about. You know, like I can't at that moment, like put it two and two together. And that happens to you a lot in readings with people. You tell them things and they're like, yeah, I don't know. And then later they'll call you and go, holy crap. Now I know what that means. Well, that's and why I tell people it, to record their readings. Yeah. Because you forget a lot of it because you're like when you hear something and it's major, then everything after that is almost like, whoa, 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 mm-hmm. you know, and you could miss or something. Or if you're waiting only, a lot of people will say, all right, loved one, I'm going for this reading. I'll only know it's you if you bring up that song. I did that. Right. I told Kenny when he was passing away and he was in the hospital, I told him, I said, you know, whenever you get to the other side, I'm the, the crazy one that will talk to you because I have stuff that you can talk through. Please come talk to me. You know, I need to know that you make it okay. I need to know you're cool. Don't lose touch. And and I know it sounds crazy to most people, but because I'm a paranormal researcher, investigator, you know, it would be the perfect person to come give messages to through whatever way I could. 
And I told him, I said, there were three words that I would know it was him. Um, I'm not going to go over those three words, but, <laughs> but one of them was Seattle. And, um, you know, there were two others that are pretty private, but he just, he would come through and just know. Well, then I was, um, I had the, the SCD one and I was just messing around and I was like really wanting to see if I could communicate with him. And it was the best EVP I've ever gotten. I was like, can you help me please find Kenny Mosslander? I need to know he's okay. And I get absolutely. And then a lady go, and then a man goes done. And then I called out for him like, Kenny. And you could hear this like car horn. And then you hear him go, Kenny, what? And I about fell out of my chair and I'm like, you know, that was, that was the most treasured thing. And because when you're wanting to hear something, I had to get validation from other people that I wasn't just wanting to hear his voice so badly that it was like pareidolia of the hearing. Mm-hmm. And so I sent it to his sister and brother, sister-in-law and brother, and then I sent it to our friend Matt and all of them concurred holy shit, how did you get his voice? And I go, holy shit, I don't know, but (laughs) I'm so glad I got it. It's one of my most treasured EVPs. If I could get my mother's voice on there now, that would be the paranormal gold that, and I would be so good. Um, But I think I almost did get her voice. Remember when I told you? Yeah. Um, I was also on the SCD one and I was uh, on, I had my laptop on. What is the SCD one? It's an app that, um, a guy created that he's kind of controversial. So, um, but the, the app has gotten me my best results actually. So, um, anyway, uh, I was doing the laundry and, uh, and I was by myself at home and I was just kind of going, Hey, you know, is any of my loved ones out there want to talk or whatever? And I heard my, my old name and, and like the same, Inflection. Inflection is my mom, and I stopped in my tracks, and I kind of was like, oh, boy. Um, it wasn't her voice, mm-hmm. um, but it was the inflection, that, and it was like, it's when it stopped me in my tracks, I kind of was like, okay, we're going to stop with the CD one today, because that just freaked my ass out a little, a little too, bit. Well, so many people in readings or in investigations in general they want that invest they want that oh yeah proof then they get the proof and it's like uh, oh shit did that really just yeah. happen but i mean that is what we go for that is you know and i think it just needs to go further i think what what because i'm married to probably one of the best pieces of equipment that out there is um i think what we should do is just take it to the next level at the next event we have and try to do uh, a little bit of messages through you and see if they match up with whatever we come up with in the history. Do you know that there's stuff that comes through at cases that people don't even know happened? Like, oh, you're just making that up. Good, get a really good historian because there's a lot of paranormal teams that have a 
an, a historian. Oh, yeah, the researcher. And they're not. It's just the oddball out that they needed a title, so they threw them to the research. But a real paranormal investigator knows, or a real research and or historian, right. knows exactly where to dig and get the details. Oh, yeah. So when people actually go back at some of the evidence that has come out of my mouth, and they do the research, I'm not the researcher, and I'm not the historian. I'll give you the digs, and you need to dig and get them. So... When you compare that to actual historical information, old house deeds, um, names that may not be in the uh, census records, but might be in church records, right? right. Um, when you actually go back, that uh, uh, uh. individual or information actually existed. Right. Or when you get information based on a timeline that doesn't coincide with the location. So in any event, I say, let's remove the ego. I say, let's get together with reputable people, reputable people, not only intuitives, but reputable people, but um, people, even researchers. I've met investigators that have no business investigating. I've met doctors that have no business being doctors. Oh, yeah, we we have that just every day, seven months. (laughs) I I could go a little deeper, but I'm not going to. Um, It's a family show, sort of after 8 p.m. family show. Yeah, but, I don't think so, because I already dropped the F-bomb, I think. Oh, well, there we go. It's 1042, so we're good. Um, so, uh, but I do believe that maybe let's, come on, let's come to the table. You know, if we are talking about emotions being dominant first before vocals, right? Why can we not make a machine? And you know how many... Um, how many engineers I've talked to that say that's not possible? Well, then, honey, get out of the way. Because Thomas Edison made a light bulb work. And how many times did he come up with the model? What was it? Like over a thousand times and he got thrown out, thrown out, thrown out. So this is about next level stuff. And so as we are evolving, let's evolve. Let's talk about if, let's do the research, right? So put 10 different intuitives into the same environment separately. Not knowing anything without, about the Correct. Right. And rig the place with uh, equipment and put electrodes on us. And then interview each of us separately. And then ask us not what did you see or first, what did you feel in this room? Now, out of the 10, how many of us felt sadness? Now, what does that sadness look like on the register, on the equipment? Boom. Now let's do another 10. Now you're building data. You're building, you're, you have, you have evidence. You know, there's actually a, a doctor that's already doing a lot of that, what you're talking about, not to build equipment, but mainly to research uh, the psychic mind. His name's Dr. Chuck Kennedy. He's amazing. I reached out to him. I know you did. He told me I want. I'm interested in your work. So uh, I met him in Mineral Wells. Yes. And he hooked up actually Bill Bachman, a friend of the guy that was. I know him. Bill. Yes. And he was. He hooked him up to all kinds of things, and he, you know, went through Bill's mind. Now I know Bill's not a psychic medium. He's an investigator. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of cool to watch the whole process but he goes around different areas and he does get with psychic mediums and he does measure things like that but it's not for him to build equipment it's for his psychic research he's very very uh into this and and he wants to know how this all works well i so it's pretty cool he's a pretty cool guy and um anyway i'm glad you reached out to him i did i actually because i do i i want to 
I want to connect with others that are ready to connect with the other side in a real time evolved 2020 kind of way. Well, we're still using equipment from the 80s. Yeah. And then calling that evidence. Well, let's let's take it to the next level and then we can share what we do with uh, with the world. I really miss doing stuff with you. Mm, you mean radio. <laughs> yes, it's almost 11 o'clock. Uh, and so baby we're going to wrap this up. Uh, do you have anything you want to say? No, I just want you to be very careful if you are investigating out there. Um, we'll go into that another time with what happened. Well, we could personally. piggyback off. Of, we could go right into that because your last question that we didn't get to was, how do we know it's always human? Because our mind automatically goes to demonic. So sorry. There's so much more in between. Yeah, let's let's do that on the next podcast. Let's keep them waiting. Okay. All right. Uh, I want to remind all of you, it is March 1st in two hours and 15 minutes. What I was going to say is just be safe investigating. Please protect yourself. Always have your faith with you. Make it it be the strongest thing you have in your arsenal. And uh, yeah, (laughs) trust me, I know from experience. And uh, we will be back with you soon with another really cool topic. We have some pretty cool conversations. I like that faith thing because faith is nothing unless you practice it. True. On a daily. All right. um, I love you. Yes. Uh, Remember March 7th, guys, Houghton Lake, Michigan, Pottergrass for Pooches, Pottergrass Parafest, raising money for old dogs, the Silver Muzzle Cottage. I am flying from Florida to uh, some very cold weather, um, all for the dogs. And I hope if you cannot be there, please donate. It's on the website, aprilroan.com. Until next time. The Roans are out.